This week we're going to be talking about the week of January 23rd through the 29th. It is going to be about Venus moving through Pisces. So with Jupiter and Chiron in Aries and the Sun in Aquarius, we are going to continue discussing the recent themes of authenticity, community, and individualism. As Venus begins its transit through its exalted sign, Pisces, compassion and empathy becomes a major theme in our relationships. However, it's also important to be mindful of people-pleasing, bending over backwards, or or being deceived by a partner. As long as you're being the authentic individual, you will be able to truly be empathetic to your partner without losing yourself in the process. Stay tuned. The Weekly Transit. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Um, okay, so we started this new Zoom thing, but I I thought maybe that my video would look better if I got a webcam. So I used a webcam one of these times, and now I can't find it anywhere. <clears throat> and I think I might have put it back in the box and then just thrown it in the trash, because I don't know where it could have possibly gone. That's a very Mercury retrograde type of thing. I know, we're at the... Well, the retrograde we're in the retrograde ended. shadow. Okay. Yes. Fuck, so annoying. So I don't I, I don't know where my I don't know where my webcam went. Yeah. Um and I had some other retrograde situations. Well, I guess it's technically the shadow now, but I before we got on here, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> you got a flat tire and this whole parking situation, and you were flat a flat tire in the rain. Oh my god. That's chaotic. Of course, the retrograde is blessing us with convenience and yeah, I've heard a lot of these types of stories, like people, so many people, I like clients or friends or whatever, been traveling, lost their bags. Some I know someone Fuck. lost their bags twice. No. Uh, no. Traveling. What do you do? What do you do when you lose your bag? That's just awful. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. And uh, and then did you hear about the, there was like, I think this is like in South Carolina or something like I didn't even know that they had this, but apparently Amtrak has automated trains and the train like broke down and stopped in the middle of nowhere. And all these people were, were trapped on the train for like 30 hours, 30 hours. What? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Do they even have enough food for those people? I heard like they called like, uh, uh, like pizza delivery and that sort of stuff oh near God. to wherever they were to get fed. It's yeah. That's absurd. So, no, yeah, I didn't hear that's that. That's a very retrograde type of adventure. Yeah. So, ah, yes. But we're, are we coming out of the shadow? We're in this? the shadow period. Mercury okay. retrograde. Uh, Mercury moves out of its retrograde shadow on February 6th. March doesn't or Mars doesn't move out of its retrograde shadow in Gemini, which is ruled by Mercury until March 15th. So, you know, even though it's going to hopefully get a little better, a little smoother end of this month and into February and March, it's um, 
it's still going to be tense because not only is are is the retrograde and the retrograde shadow still creating this sort of chaos, but uh, Saturn is moving to the end of its transit in Aquarius. It's going to be moving into Pisces on March 7th. And Pluto is ending its transit through Capricorn and is moving into Aquarius on March 23rd. So March is going to have some really big shifts in the frequency, but February is going to be very intense because when these heavenly bodies get to the edge of the sign that they're in, it's kind of like it builds that pressure Mm. and it gets more and more intense. So yeah. Something to look forward to. Yeah. (laughs) Something to look forward to. Something's going to pop. And, and we're going to get moving forward in a certain direction. And, you know, hopefully the shift in the frequency is a positive one for whoever you are, wherever you are. Um, it's all how you're working with the energy. So we'll be talking about it here, what all of that means moving forward. And then if you're new to the podcast or if you're a longtime listener and you want to further your education in astrology, the best way to follow along with the weekly transit is to go to the website, click on forecast. We have all of our images there and an overview of all the questions Scott asks me. And then in any of the show notes, wherever you're listening, if you go to the show notes, there's a link to purchase the basics of astrology, the book we put together. That's basically a glossary of all of the signs and symbols and how to translate them. Mm-hmm. And if you want to watch our beautiful faces, we are on YouTube and Spotify and Scott, before we get started, would you like to thank our lovely sponsors? Yes, of course. And if you'd like to sponsor the podcast, go to the show notes. There's a sponsor link. You can donate $1, $5, or $10. And that allows us to do more of what we love, sharing the planets and stars with you. Absolutely. So let's thank, we want to thank Larry, Deborah, Haley, Libby, Janelle, Nicole, Janine, Ricky, Amaranth, Catherine, Merdinus, Aline, Robin, Stephanie, Brenna, Cassie, Lori, Carrie, Annie, Brooke, Clarissa, Amber, Amber, and did I say Vincent and Michelle? Vincent and Michelle, we want to thank them as well. Yes. If you don't have anything to send us monetarily, we also appreciate everything you do. So commenting on the videos, sharing the podcast with somebody, rating us five stars, all of that really helps us also. So thank you for all those And then I got two really lovely tips from two beautiful ladies, Lindsay and Marie, this week. One was because she really loved the podcast. And then one was the listener who got uh, asked on a vacation, a paid vacation. Yeah. So um, thank you, ladies, so much. Mm. I appreciate you. So that was a fun little treat. So I had that. And then I also had... I didn't share this with you. So there was those two things. And then some random person asked about sexting. <laughs> they asked okay. if I, do, if I that? do that. I mean, I don't usually do that, but people put it or on their people only pay fans. you to sex to like them. sex them. Yeah. yeah so so wow. he was like, do you do this? And I was like, sure. So I just looked up immediately, like how much people charge. <laughs> <laughs> my friend Gio was calling no me. I was like, I'll call you back. I'm tra- I'm trying to like make some money right now. Anyways, so you it was, did some sexting? Yeah. And I got paid like Oh my god. I made like fifty bucks. Wow. 
for like 20 minutes, I think. Wow. I know. I was like, this is amazing. I should do this more. <laughs> it was like, Seriously? it wasn't even something I'm like interested in. I've always been like, I do not want to fucking text anybody. That's just beyond my capabilities of comfort and just attention. It just feels like annoying, but I was stoked. It yeah. was very, it was very strange, but I was like, uh, I just sat here on my fucking couch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so those were all really fun treats. So I was like transferring stuff from my like Venmo and I was like, this is hilarious. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. It was amazing. That's cool. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Expanding my, my options. Yes. Wow. You're just, uh. You know, multifaceted, the Gemini rising, all these different talents, Ingrid. And then also, if anyone has any recommendations, we are looking to get involved with other people's podcasts. So if you think another one that you listen to might be a good fit for us, or if you have your own podcast, somebody reached out who has their own podcast that is amazing. The girl that I sent you mm-hmm. that said yeah. she'd love like, to have us on. I'm very excited because I listened to her last episode. Do you remember what it's called? Uh, what her podcast is called? Mm-hmm. It's called Expanded by with Chelsea Mern. So hopefully we'll be on that soon. She's in Hawaii or something. So hopefully she's having a lovely time. But I listened to her latest episode, which aligns perfectly with our last episode, talking really? about authenticity and removing your fears around being authentic and showing up as you actually are instead of who you think you should be and why that Mm -hmm. attracts the right kind of people for your business. That's what Mm -hmm. hers was about. And ours Mm -hmm. is about um, showing up in, it was Venus and Aquarius. So showing up to your relationships in the community in an authentic way. And I was like, Oh my gosh, these are like mirrors of each other. So I thought it was really incredible. Very cool. Anyways, that's all the news. I love it. I love it. Should we get started Uh, on the week? Let's get started. Yeah. Also, we have the basics of astrology. The paperback version is in the Crystal Shrine. The It's like a crystal mm-hmm. store, bookstore, metaphysical shop. And so if you want to get a copy of that, you can you can order it on Amazon also. But there's paperback copies at the Crystal Shrine in North Hollywood. It's a beautiful shop, by the way. The shrine. Crystal Shrine in North Hollywood. We should put yeah. a, a link to their uh, their website in the okay. show notes. Okay, let's do that. The owner was so, so nice, and cool. we are honored to have our book in there. So if you don't have the book and you want to go visit their little store and get a little treat for yourself, go visit their, go visit them because they're adorable. Awesome. I love it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll put, I'm just on their website right now. I'll put a link in the show notes. Awesome. That's cool. Wow. Our first uh, bookstore. I know. I'm going to start going around trying to get in all the shops. Very cool. Very cool. Very exciting. Should we get into the week, Ingrid? Yes, let's. Okay, so this is the week of January 23rd through the 29th. And we begin on Monday, January 23rd. Kind of uh, where we were last week, the week before, talking about Venus you know, this is Venus's last uh, alignment in Aquarius before it moves into Pisces this week. So that's one of those energy shifts that we're talking about. We've talked about uh, 
Saturn moving into Pisces and Pluto moving into Aquarius, which happens in March. But right now, this week is when Venus moves into Pisces. So Venus is Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships. And it is conjunct with the moon, the planet of emotions in Aquarius, the the fixed air sign, the fixed air sign symbolized by the water bearer. So, this is giving an, an emotional reflection of our relationships within the community or within the group context. You know, Aquarius is a very unemotional sign. It's very logical. It's more fact-based fact than emotion-based. And But the moon transiting through Aquarius is going to bring some of, that, some of that emotional sensitivity to logic or the greater good, the community, the group, the club, the organization, the social network or cause. And the connection to Venus is encouraging you to take a look at these relationships that you have within the group context. Uh, how do your values align with theirs? Do you connect with them on an emotional level? If not, maybe this is a day where you can find some sort of a, an emotional connection with those that you are in relationship with in the group or community. I'm also thinking that this is a perfect time to express emotion in a logical way because sometimes when we're feeling emotional it's really hard to express yourself in the community so maybe either you're hiding it because you don't feel comfortable sharing it or when you do share it's coming across as either like too too hot so this mm -hmm. is the time to be able to express something where someone's going to be able to receive what you're saying and you're going to be able to talk about your emotions in uh I always like to say disconnected but that always sounds a little bit negative somehow but right like, I know I guess lo <laughs> I guess logical would be the the best way where you just you know you're elevated above your emotions so you can mm -hmm. actually discuss them without being inside of the emotion which has so much value totally you're taking the emotions out of the equation and you're talking about your feelings in a more rational way yes yeah yes yeah i guess rational that's a very important I mean, there is a time and place for just having everything be hot and expressing it also. But this, on this day, I think taking advantage of having that rational mind to express yourself is very useful. Yes, because especially now with the fact that Venus is going to move into Pisces in a couple of days, like if we're looking at the, the basics of astrology here, you see like the order of the signs when we're looking at this section on the houses and after Aquarius comes Pisces. So that's the rhythm here. It, it goes fire, earth, air, water, fire, earth, air, water, fire, earth, air, water. So, so oh, the, is this like introverted, extroverted? Yes, it, introverted, <laughs> introverted, <laughs> extroverted. Yes, it's introverted, extroverted, introverted, yeah. extroverted. So air signs are always followed by water signs. Oh, this and is so good. So, I think you just mentioned this last week and just the visual of that. I'm reminded of that and it is that that's totally the rhythm. Yes. So we're once we're once we can be rational and logical about our values and our feelings 
and you're able to create that clarity, that conscious clarity, which is what the air signs are about. It's about conscious clarity. Now that you have this conscious clarity, you're able to step into the feelings. You're able to step into the emotions because sometimes emotions get all confused and we're not rational. But now that we are (laughs) rational, we can step back into the feelings because we truly see what the other person is all about versus what we're all about. So we take the emotions out, we get rational, and then we put the emotions back in and it feels better. It's like, wow, okay, I can have feelings for you because I understand where you're coming from. Before, I couldn't understand because we were putting the emotions first and it got very cloudy and stormy and confusing. But then we took the emotions out and we were, we brought in the clarity through being rational and sticking to the facts And now that we've got that clarity, now we can put the feelings back in. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just basically every, anytime you're having like an argument or a fight or something or a disagreement, it's like in that moment, it feels really hot. But then once you get all the shit out, you can revisit that conversation afterwards, usually with more clarity and more calmness to be like okay this is what i was trying to say i heard what you were trying to say we obviously there was a disconnect because we were like really emotional but now we can actually discuss it with clarity and reason it's like how sometimes people are in a fight with each other but they're both on the same side it's like (laughs) you know it's like they're arguing it's like you realize we actually agree on everything that we're talking about. Why are we screaming at each other here? But, oh you know, it's like, that's what emotions does. Sometimes, like, you end up fighting somebody who is, like, on your side. So, hopefully, this Aquarius, or this Moon and Venus and Aquarius alignment brings that clarity that we're looking for. And then Tuesday, January 24th, Now the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality, transiting through Aquarius, aligns with Jupiter, the god of thunder, lord of justice, the planet of luck and expansion, in the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram, Aries. So this is heating things up in a very positive way through that clarity that we received on Monday. Now we have the confidence and the courage to step forward authentically in the community, in the group. We're very clear about where we stand, who we are, what what we're supposed to be doing here, what we're contributing. That's what it's about. How are you contributing? Are you being authentic? And what are your plans for the future for yourself and those that you're in partnership with? Well, I think we already talked maybe last week or the week before a bunch about showing up authentically and kind of removing those fears. So I think we've been working on that for a bit now. And so on Tuesday, we're actually able to really be so expressive. We're actually starting to expand now. We're totally stepping into that space of truly being ourselves and and not having fear hold us back. Or even if we're having fear, not allowing it to hold us back from being our true selves. Absolutely. Because this is an alignment that really supports big ideas, big inventions. Like when you're being, when you, when you are being authentic, that is when you can truly be innovative where it's like you had this idea that maybe you, you suppressed, 
because you're like, no one's, everyone's going to think I'm stupid. Everyone's going to think that's crazy, you know, but if you're truly embracing your authenticity, you're like, here it is. I'm going to share what it is I want to share. And I'm not worried about what people think because I'm being authentic to myself. I had a a night a couple days ago. Now I want to go look on time passages and see where my transits were. Maybe I can show Mm -hmm. you. And if I don't see anything, you can maybe tell me what you think. Yeah, Um, Yeah. But I was on the phone with my friend Gio and we're trying to work out some sort of business with food. And anyways, I was like on this fucking I was on one with, I had so many good ideas and Gio was like, oh my, you need to start writing all these down. I don't even know what's happening, but you've just had like, just like these genius ideas, like so many of them in this little like compressed time period. And so I started like writing all this stuff down and I don't even know where it came from, but I'm like, I bet maybe Aquarius that like ingenious ideas and possibly (laughs) Jupiter, you know, (laughs) I felt like this explosion of just like almost vomiting out all this stuff and i was like oh my god like i'm having some sort of a crazy like breakthrough of well and that's like i could that's an alignment with your north node you know your north node is in the 11th house which is associated with the 11th sign so anyone whose north node is in the 11th house or well, in aquarius you're supposed to be focused. Yes. Friendship, meaning the group, the club, the organization, the social network or cause, but also, you know, embracing your individuality. What makes you unique inventions, innovative ideas. That's yeah, what the some innovative. Ideas. Okay. That was... Okay. We're going to go peek. Okay. Spy yes. On my, spy on my <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Wednesday, January 25th, the moon and Jupiter are together in Aries. So this is giving that greater encouragement to, to be authentic, to be yourself. Of course, those with key astrological points or planets in, in Cancer or in Capricorn, those are the signs that square they square, here we are, they square Aries. So this could be a challenging day for Cancer people or Capricorn people or uh, people that have key astrological points or planets in Cancer or Capricorn. But what this energy is doing is pushing you out of your comfort zone. You know, the Cancer energy wants to uh, be subtle and and the Capricorn energy is very measured, like we know where we need to go, but we got to take each step in just the right way, where Aries is like, I'm kicking down the door, I don't care, like, you know, like it doesn't matter, uh, there is no protocol, like, I'm just going to take it, I'm going to kick down the door and take what's mine, and so there's a lot of that energy today, on Wednesday, with Jupiter and the moon in Aries, and so expect some big big emotional expressions. Uh, if, especially if you are suppressing yourself in any way, or if you are feeling suppressed in any way, there could be some big emotional explosions, but these explosions are are meant to clear the energy that's stuck, uh, so that you can get to where you want to go. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily, I mean, I'm always trying to get out of the, the language of saying positive and negative. Mm -hmm. And so like, this doesn't necessarily have to be negative. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's, that's just what needs to happen. Like 
sometimes we are holding everything like that it's so precious and close to us and we don't want to like give it up because otherwise it's going to feel uncomfortable or they're not going to accept us or for whatever reason we have fears around like expressing ourselves and so it's really that push is necessary because sometimes we or sometimes or a lot of the time depending on who we are we're going to do that we have those tendencies and it's better not to be hiding especially if we have these maybe yesterday you have all these ingenious ideas maybe you're expressing them to like some people in your community and then today you're just like or maybe you like wanted to yesterday or you brainstormed yesterday you had all these ideas that you should have shared and you didn't and then today you're like oh fuck actually i need to spit it out yeah yeah to share it it's yeah so even though sometimes it can be scary it can also be really exciting exactly and it gives people a chance to accept you when you're actually like being your true self like what's the worst thing that can happen is somebody doesn't fucking like you anymore well who cares about them i mean maybe that's uncomfortable but like or what if they're like oh my god this is the best idea ever we love this we want to hear more of this well that that's also like best case scenario so like you're not you're never going to be able to experience those wins if you don't put yourself out there absolutely and this is about facing those insecurities and that's you know facing those insecurities so that you can put yourself out there and when you are putting yourself out there authentically now you're attracting people that truly reflect you and i gotta say like i've i've lost some friends you know like over the last few years when I started getting into this whole astrology thing that people that were really close to me have now just kind of, you know, evaporated away. And it's at first it kind of hurts, you know, but then you just realize that they've cleared the space for all these new amazing, wonderful people. Not that they weren't wonderful, but these new people that are coming into my life are, more a more appropriate reflection of who yeah. I am. You yeah. know, these other people that have gone away from my life, they were a more appropriate reflection for me maybe 10, 20 years ago. But we've grown, and this is, you know, people grow apart. And when you grow apart, you grow apart because you're no longer reflecting each other. And yeah. by being authentic, you're going to attract those into your life that are truly reflecting you. And when you clear out those that aren't reflecting you, it clears space for new people to come into your life that are reflecting the present person that you are at this point in time. I mean, yeah, I lost, I, I didn't lose, but one of my friendships kind of were much more distant. Like we still care about each other, but we did have, we still have a lot in common, but there's just some main things that we didn't have in common. And it was putting like a big roadblock in like, my time and both of our energies because we would spend a lot of time together Mm -hmm. and now that i have more time and space for other people uh, it's just much healthier it's Mm -hmm. just so much healthier to have people that are really supporting you in all aspects of your life and she said something the other day like we connected during the holidays just to check in with each other and say hi because we do really care about each other Mm -hmm. but she was like oh i wish it wasn't like this and i'm like well it's better it's better that we are not arguing all the time and like we can be like better versions of ourselves, and when we don't have to like hide and like hide part of ourselves so we don't fight like that's ridiculous exactly like we don't want to live like that we can connect you know more sparsely and feel more authentic and just checking in about certain things instead of sharing all the aspects of our life like we used to exactly who wants to walk on eggshells whenever you're around somebody 
Yeah, especially you know? when you're doing it all the time, when you're connecting all the time with someone and they're a regular part of your life, it's just like, it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's not a good space to be in, to, yeah, like to feel like you're hiding. And that's probably, you know, that's part of what this Jupiter energy is doing is it's, it's forcing you to be authentic, forcing you to face those insecurities, those fears. And now as we move into Thursday, January 26th, we have Venus transiting into the mutable water sign symbolized by the fish Pisces. Venus is exalted in Pisces. So Venus is in a position of power here. Venus will be transiting through Pisces from January 26th until February 19th. The last time Venus transited through Pisces was April 5th to May 2nd. So if you want to go back to episode uh, 104, that's when we were talking about last talking about Venus transiting into Pisces. But uh, and I didn't look at the time before that. I mean, we probably have that episode too. Um, but it's uh, you know Venus is in a position of power in Pisces, and it brings greater empathy to relationships where you're really starting to look at those that you're in partnership with, whether it be a lover, a friend, or a business partner, and you're starting to feel for them more. You know, it's interesting. When you talk about that Aquarius energy, that's detached because it's logical. So Venus in Aquarius is about, hey, let's just, you know, be friends with everyone and keep it light. Whereas when Venus goes into Pisces, it's like, now we're going to get deep with one another. I'm really going to get into your unconscious, uh, what your psychological baggage is, because in seeing your psychological baggage, it's probably going to be reflecting mine. Mm -hmm. And you tell me how you're insecure about X, Y, Z. And I'm going to say, I totally understand. I feel the same way. So, you know, during this period, how can you be more empathetic and compassionate with those that you're in relationship with? At the same time, you also want to be careful that you're not bending over backwards to the point that you're breaking your own back for somebody that you're in relationship with. Because those that are born with Venus and Pisces or Venus in the 12th house, they'll tell you that they're givers in relationship and they're often taken advantage of. So this could be a period where if you're not careful, you may be taken advantage of by a partner. There can be confusion, illusion, or deception that occurs during Venus's transit through Pisces. And especially for those that were born with key astrological points or planets in in, uh, Gemini and Sagittarius, those are the signs that square Pisces. So there's going to be challenges in relationship for those with key astrological points or planets in Gemini and Sagittarius. Which I have my rising is in Gemini. And your descendant is in Sagittarius, which is the seventh house, which is the house of marriage, the house of relationships. I mean, I want to mention that giving too much type of energy, which I Mm -hmm. totally relate to. I feel like the people pleasing situation, you know, I've been trying to unravel that for a couple of years now. And 
a lot of it is, you know, you say people taking advantage of you, which a lot of that's happened unconsciously. You're doing something unconsciously, you know, giving too much and they're taking too much unconsciously. It's like until we are really made aware of these reflections in ourselves, it's so hard to like looking back. I'm like, oh, my God, why would I keep doing that? Why would the other person keep doing that to me? But it's like we're both we're both reflecting each other's unconscious. So no one's on purpose. You know, I mean, some people are on on purpose taking from you, but just being more mindful of the energy we are giving and the energy we are taking from others, just mm. being more mindful of that because yes. I think the, the awareness is what kind of can begin to take away its power when you become aware of those type of patterns. So be aware if you're actually the one who is manipulating or deceiving the ones that you're in relationship with. And then also I mean, I'm not sure if this exactly relates, but people pleasing is an unconscious behavior and in in its own way is manipulative. Like both parties are the manipulators in the situation and sometimes even more so the giver. If they keep giving, they get to control the situation. (laughs) And so not pointing any fingers because I'm talking to myself, (laughs) you know, as I like delve more into those type of behaviors i'm like oh fuck like i felt like i was being taken advantage of but when i started taking responsibility for myself and becoming aware of myself i need to be in charge of me and no one's forcing me to do anything i'm the one that's deciding to do things too much or allow someone to take too much like that's also on me so just being aware of how how we're putting our energy out there even in that friendship that i mentioned it's like okay well i could say she was taking advantage of me but we are allowing people access to us and that is on us. Yes. We, we decide who we keep in our life, what friendships we keep, what lovers we keep, what jobs we keep and how people are treating us. Like some, I mean, maybe not necessarily in all jobs, but in other, many other aspects of our life, we have complete control over if that person is allowed in or not. We are the gatekeepers of our own time. Absolutely. And you know, this goes back to yesterday's transit with Jupiter and Aries. You know, that's that's about the self, self-confidence, authenticity. And if you're somebody who's people-pleasing, then you're not being authentic to yourself. And so that's sort of the gift or challenge with Jupiter transiting Aries the same time as Venus is transiting Pisces. It's hopefully giving you the courage to be authentic in relationship so that you're not people pleasing, that you're truly are being empathetic or compassionate, but it's, it's in alignment with your own needs and not just trying to get the other person to like you. And so I did look back because I just think this is fun, but if you're interested, the first time uh, Ingrid and I talked about Venus in Pisces was episode 46. That was two times ago that Venus was transiting in Pisces. And then the last time was episode 104. So who knows? You go back and listen to those episodes. You might hear some little nuggets of, of, uh, wisdom, dare I say, that might help <laughs> you with this transit. Cause I don't even know what I was saying back then, but Do, maybe it was time, something. <laughs> every time I edit and we, I listen back, I'm just like, 
wow like i'll listen and be like wow that was really good or <laughs> i don't even remember what i said or someone's like oh wow that one episode where you're sharing this I'm like i have no recollection of that you know i think just in totally. having an authentic conversation with each other you know sometimes there's some treasures in there about just insights we have about ourselves or the people that we're in relationships with Exactly. When it's like just you and me talking, I'm not remembering what I'm saying. People say the same thing to me all the time too. Like, oh my God, like what you said. And I was like, I don't, what did I say? Like, <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, but you know, the last time Venus was in Pisces was April 5th to May 2nd, 2022, April 5th to May 2nd, 2022. So think back to what was going on in your life during this period it may give you clues for what is in store during this next transit january 26th to february 19th 2023 okay let's move forward to friday january 27th so this is an alignment that we've talked about recently in the last couple months twice before i'm going to list those too uh, this is mercury the messenger of the gods guide of souls to the underworld the planet of consciousness communication and coordination in the cardinal earth signs symbolized by the goat capricorn squaring off with chiron the wound and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound in aries so chiron is bringing up that wound to our self-confidence the wound to our sense of self not understanding who you are i don't know who i am i'm confused about who i who i am i'm afraid to be who i am this is about having the courage to step into your power to face your fears squaring off with mercury the messenger of the gods in Capricorn. This is about speaking from a place of authority, a place of confidence. You know, sometimes people get confused when I say authority. When I'm saying authority, I'm not saying like you're somebody on a hill that's like pointing down at everybody else and and suppressing them. Authority means you are somebody that has knowledge, like you are an authority on history or medieval history, you know, or you're an authority on this type of science or you're an authority on how to make this kind of food. That's what an authority is. And so where are you in an authority in your life? What are you working to accomplish and achieve? And are you at a point where maybe you're feeling like, you know, I, I know what I'm talking about here. But I'm afraid to say it yes. because I'm not sure if people are going to take me seriously. So that is Mercury and Capricorn squaring off with Chiron in Aries because you're, it's about facing those fears within you that say, no, you're not smart enough to tell people about what you know because what you know isn't worth anything. You're, you're an idiot. You don't really know what you think you know. That's that voice that you need to face and say, actually, I've done the work and I've taken responsibility for what I need to learn in order to speak from this position where others are going to listen to me. I heard this really good phrase. I can't remember exactly what it was called. Maybe someone can tell me, but it was like these four corners of people that don't know what they don't know. Then there's people that know they don't know. And then there's people that know that they know. Anyways, it was this whole dichotomy of people being like, 
if you don't know that much, you will have an amount of confidence because you think that you know everything because you mm-hmm. only see something so small. You don't know how much else is out there. And it's like the more you are educated in your field, your confidence may decrease because now there's more that you know that you don't know. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, I don't know everything. Now that I opened this box and I'm actually better at what I do, I know that I don't know everything because that's impossible. Totally. So it's like your confidence decreases. And, you know, this is a reminder to be like, okay, you can still be an authority on something, even if you don't know everything, being able to show up and be like, okay, this is something that I'm good at, that I'm educated in. And that could be a career, like it's ambition achievement. This could just be being a mom. This could be parenting your kids. This could be making a meal. This could be, you know, recording a podcast. It could be anything like Mm -hmm. simple or complex. It could be just you know, communicating in relationships you can be good at and knowing that you can share that with the people that you're connected to. And I think that the dichotomy, the square is like, it is uncomfortable to step into that space when you have a, you know, discomfort around it. It's like, well, what if like that, that's our, our, our core wound of being like, oh, well, I'm not good enough. I don't have enough self-confidence. It's like, well, you it's like you do and you don't at the same time even when you want to express it like those fears are going to come up so just doing it anyways even when it's uncomfortable and that's the that is the only way to heal that wound to your self-confidence is to actually just put yourself out there and see what happens yes exactly so true and this is this is sort of the culmination right now because this is an alignment that we've discussed This is the third time over the last month and a half. We discussed this on December 14th in episode 140. We discussed this on January 11th, episode 144. And then today, January 27th, episode 146. So this is the third time. Yeah, third time's a charm. So the first time, December 14th, was when Mercury was direct, squaring, uh, Chiron squaring Chiron and then the second time was when Mercury was retrograde squaring Chiron and the third time is now Mercury and Chiron are both direct again so it's like on where were you in terms of your confidence and speaking from a place of authority on December 14th where were you on January 11th where are you now what's the progress How have you seen any sort of growth in this area? But we've sort of been hit on the head with this difficult transit three times. This is the third time. Hopefully by this time, you're you're comfortable facing those fears, stepping into your power, and communicating from that position of authority. I mean... It's just about practice. So maybe the first time was like very uncomfortable. The second time you're like, okay, I'm kind of figuring it out. I'm still kind of scared, but that's okay. And then this time, even though it's still going to be uncomfortable, you're like, oh, this is, this is what I need to do to get where I want to be. Yes, exactly. I mean, I'm just thinking about, uh, just being in a newspaper, like going on stage for the first time at the club, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's so uncomfortable. And then you're like, okay, you do it again, you do it again. And now it's just second nature now that you're practicing it. Like those fears, like even one of the girls, she's one of the best dancers ever. She's like incredible. She only dances maybe once a month or once every other month. 
every time she comes, she's like, if I haven't been here in a lot, like, I'm so nervous to go on stage. I'm like, what are you talking about? We were just talking about you the other day. Just talking about how amazing your stage set is. She's just like, I don't know. I just get really nervous. Like, I don't like to look at anybody. And that just like blows my mind. But it's like, if we're out of practice of doing these things, maybe in the past, it's been easy for us to do something. And now you're out of practice. You need to, you know, start implementing those things so you can feel better about yourself. Like it just takes practice. Like confidence isn't something that's just comes out of the gate always like when we're practicing something we'll get better at it and it'll be easier and that's what capricorn's all about it's about the work it's about showing up every day and getting on stage and doing the routine doing the dance whatever it is you're working on and as you do it each and every day you're going to get a little and a little bit better each time and then also when you have like if you're doing it all the time i have days where i'm like i have no physical energy to even be on stage i'm like i don't even know what just happened i'm like i know i'm not being as smooth or my tricks don't look as good and i'm just like but it doesn't affect my self-confidence as much when i know i'm showing up all the time i'm like oh i'm just having a bad day i'm just tired it's fine like who cares like we, i can't always show up and be i would love to have 150 percent energy all the time but that's impossible so sometimes i'm like i only have 30 percent energy and i'm showing up 30 percent, and that's all i can do and my self-confidence isn't crushed because of that. But if I was only doing it once a month or once every two months and I wasn't showing up at that high level, I would just pro- I would probably be devastated and humiliated. Absolutely. Because you're practice. You're putting all that pressure on one time. If you're doing it like once a month as opposed to, you know, four times a week that's a totally different thing. It's like you have one bad day and you're like, whatever, I'll be back tomorrow and I'll, I'll do better. Social media is the perfect example. I told myself I was going to post more. I'm like, okay, it's the new year, whatever my little goals are. I'm like, I want to show up more to promote the podcast. And I had a horrible headache. I was trying to remember just to say, Hey, the new episodes out. This is what we talked about. I, for the life of me, couldn't remember no matter how many times I read it. I was stumbled. I kept stuttering. I was just like, I, I posted it anyways. I couldn't remember what the hell I even said. And then, um, I posted a reel cause I said I was going to, I wasn't ready for the day. I was still wearing my pajamas. My hair wasn't done. I didn't look super cute. My, like the tie of my shirt was tucked into my pants. There was like, n- I, none of it was like super cute. I was just thinking oh I'll take a video of myself I'll figure out what I want to do anyways I took one 30 second little snapshot just to show myself something and I was like you know what I'm just gonna put a voiceover and I'm gonna put it up and then I posted it and I was like oh man all the captions aren't where I wanted them to be I was gonna highlight them and make them look prettier so it was more aesthetically pleasing and then I was just like my head hurts I'm just gonna put it out and like the more I put stuff out I'm like it wasn't perfect and I, I get like this because I don't post that often. I get so attached to each thing being like, oh, like I wanted to make sure my hair looked pretty and my outfit looked cute and all of the graphics like reflected me as a human being. It's like, honestly, nobody really gives a fuck. Like, OK, you looked like you looked like you just woke up and your outfit was like crumpled and pajamas and the fucking captions weren't perfect. You know who really I'm the one that cares the most. And also, like, I hold myself back from doing so many things by being so obsessive on something being perfect. So just trying to just let go of everything being perfect and it not being like the biggest reflection of who I am. If I go on stage and I'm tired, you know what? I'm fucking tired. I'm here. I'm, I'm here. That's all I got today is I, I got here. <laughs> did you, did you get a lot of angry comments on your post? Cause people were upset with you. Yeah. So many. For, they were pissed. Yeah. They were angry, right? Actually somebody, you... one of the, one of the listeners, I think it's like who cooks 
somebody who cooks. I can't remember uh-huh. her name, but I know her Instagram face and stuff. And she was like, oh, my gosh, you need to be more confident. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I said I wasn't like I didn't do all the things I wanted to do. But here's my thing. Like, this is this is my anyways. I just thought it's that your was... Virgo nature beating yourself up, needing everything to be perfect. You're being hard on yourself. It's not a good quality. Sometimes people are like, oh, perfectionism. What a thing. Like, that's so negative. I'm like, actually, it, it is negative. It can be paralyzing. Yeah, I don't do anything because I'm psychotic. And I'm just like, oh, if it's not perfect, then I don't want to show anybody. And it's like, well, that's why you don't literally do anything or show anything. I have thousands of pictures of... I'm like, outside of this, I'm like a photographer. But I don't post anything because I want it to look like I'm a photographer. And it's like, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck about what you want to present yourself as. Just share your things and show your personality. That's what people care about is connecting. That's the purpose is connection, not about being perfect. Because all the accounts I follow are you. I, I follow like a bunch of like house moms and like people that I feel like I relate to. Someone's showing their messy house. And I'm just like, oh, uh, like I like the people that are more authentic. They don't feel so curated. But when I look at myself, I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be somebody like this perfect version of myself that doesn't even exist because... I'm out of my fucking mind over here. It, social media is all about one thing, content. If you're not producing content because you're trying to make it like this perfect thing, then your channel is never going to grow. But if you're just showing up every day and posting one thing, then it doesn't matter what it is. It's yeah. going to it's gonna bring people in. Yeah, sometimes you can post your perfect stuff that you spend a bunch of time. You're like, oh, I wanted to take a picture of this and write this caption and the whole thing. And then... Other days you're like, I'm tired. All I have is this. Like, it doesn't matter. It's not that fucking important. Also, nobody really gives a fuck about you. Nobody cares. They're just going to swipe right past it anyways, whether it's good or bad. Nobody, like me and my friend, my friend Joe, we like toured for a whole year together. And like our running joke was like, we'd look at each other because we'd both try to like, you know, get everything organized and fucking cross all the T's and dot all the I's. And then we'd look at each other and be like, nobody, like nobody cares. Like that's just always our joke. (laughs) Nobody cares. Because they yeah. fucking don't like it's the we're the only ones obsessing like it's nice exactly. if everything's perfect but like also just letting that go and just allowing things to be and being easy about it mm-hmm. i'm not sure how i got on that long tangent but i don't know but i love it i love the tangent confidence and aries yes. and the fears yeah. and all that yeah exactly yes yes the the authenticity and authority and courage so that's mercury and chiron now saturday january 28th it's the sun in aquarius squaring off with the north node the soul's purpose or karmic pathway of the soul in the fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull taurus so this is aligning your self-worth what you value and how that relates or can be incorporated with the community, the group, the club, the organization, the social network or cause. How are you contributing to the community through honoring and respecting your self-worth and what you value? There could be some friction here where you recognize that, oh, the people that I'm around that are a part of this group, they don't honor, respect, or reflect my values. So maybe I feel like an outsider here. I mean, I was just telling you about that one friendship. And Mm -hmm. a lot of our values do not align. 
and it was creating some big issues around showing up in an authentic way. So like we have, you know, doing that earlier in the week, we make space for people who we were like practicing making space for people who are going to accept us for who we are. So maybe this, I guess might be just another one of those uncomfortable days as we are learning to show up more authentically, more often and putting ourselves out there and not being so scared. We're going to come up with more uncomfortable situations where our values don't align. Hmm. So we're yeah. now we're kind of feeling the effects of whatever it is that we might've said or done that other people are not feeling so much. Yes, the more authentic you are, the more you may be ostracizing or or pushing away those within the group mm-hmm. that don't reflect you. Yeah. On the other hand, I think we said this in the last episode or two episodes ago, you know, sometimes when you are authentic and you're like, nobody in this group is going to reflect me. I'm too weird and all this stuff. This is what I value. This is what I'm into. And then all of a sudden, it was uncomfortable sharing the true nature of yourself and what's important to you. But in doing so, you actually realize that, no, there's actually people in the community or in the group that that are like, wow, okay, yeah, I, I dig that. You're, I mean, you're... That, the perfect example, well, I shared that I went on that paid date and I was like, maybe uh-huh. I should delete that. I got so nervous afterwards. I'm like, why did I say that? I shouldn't have shared that. It just feels like too personal. And mm-hmm. then the girl that tipped me through Venmo was like, oh my God, thank you. I just sent her all these questions and said like what I would do in the situation kind of like, and I just feel like I made like such a strong connection with her. I was so excited for her. And I feel like we had this great bonding experience over something that we have in common that I wouldn't have gotten to experience if I didn't have like that bit of discomfort being like, oh no, what if I'm judged or what if people think it's like, I don't know, just feeling judged about sharing that totally. and then having the reflection of people being supportive. I'm like, oh my God, fuck why every time. And then I think I texted Scott or I'm talking to you, but you know, <laughs> you know, I texted you about, uh, yes. The, the experience that I had and he was like see every time you have this fear around sharing something new there is like a more overwhelming support in me being more vulnerable is mm-hmm. yeah maybe the people that I thought would respond aren't responding but I'm having like more people that actually connect with me respond to my that energy and that feels so special I forget about you know I'm reminded in that moment of oh my god I was so scared and now look what happened now I have like a beautiful friendship or like yes. And you help so someone. Cool. Yeah. You help I, someone that, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I do it at work all the time, but I don't feel that's like kind of my home there. We're talking about all of these things, ways to make money and business things about men and whatever. And so that doesn't feel like scary or weird, but like sharing on here. Sometimes I'm like, oh no, is this the right space to share that? And then like, you know, I get s- such a nice response. And I mean, the, the biggest part is I really like helping people. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't so much to brag or as to do anything like that. I got to like actually help, you know, I hope help somebody, you know, find some clarity or make some more money or feel more confident about it so she can do more of what she loves to do. Yes. Fantastic. I love it. It's such an interesting sort of very Aquarius, very weird sort of a uh, story. You know, it's not something you hear every day. So I'm like, I really appreciate that of you. Money going on fucking dates or vacations. <laughs> that would be my fucking dream. <laughs> I mean, it is also, it is also very hard, like actual work, like emotional, just being present with somebody, but you know, you can make really good money doing it and yeah. it could also be fun and rewarding. I love it. Awesome. 
So yeah, that's a Saturday, January 29th. Now Sunday, January 29th, we've got Mercury in Capricorn aligning with Uranus, the primordial sky god, the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, independence, and the unexpected. In the fixed earth sign, Taurus. So this is another one of those alignments like the one we were talking about on Friday with Mercury and Chiron. This is the third time in the last month and a half that we're seeing Mercury connect with Uranus. Uh, The first time they connected, Mercury was direct. Uranus was retrograde. The second time, Mercury and Uranus were both retrograde. And then this time, Uranus and Mercury are both direct. But the days that those occurred were... December 17th, that was episode 140, January 8th, episode 143, and then today, uh, January 29th, which is episode 146. So this is about that individuality again. It's about embracing what makes you unique, speaking from a place of authority, like, okay, I'm weird. I'm the girl that went on a date with a guy who paid me. Uh, but I have knowledge of that now and I can share this information. And so that's what this Mercury Uranus is about. It's about embracing your individuality, your self-worth, what you value and speaking from that place of authority. And then if you're If you're following along with the visuals here, this is just like a perfect example of why the book is so important and learning the signs and symbols, which until we wrote the book together, I was so resistant to. But when you're looking at it here, you see the earth, earth connection, you see the air, air connection. um, And that it's that you're like, oh, that's why it's a trine because those two are connecting. It's like the, it, it's just becoming more clear to me. The more we look at the signs and symbols, how important it was to actually start learning all what all these fucking squiggles mean yeah you Anyways, can't, i just, just a reminder when i saw that i was like oh fuck yeah air air like now i'm just seeing when i just seeing the colors that you that you put everything in it really just helps you in order to be fluent in a language you need to learn how to read the language I know and I'm so almost, like, I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm not quite fluent but i know I'm, I'm most of the things now i feel like now i'm really getting into like the houses and like yeah it's just becoming like the, the layers are starting to stack up and it's super cool to experience when I'm just like, Oh wait, there's like a new thing that I just like remember now. That's awesome. You're conversational. You may not be fluent, but you're conversational. You can yeah. have a conversation in the language of astrology. And you mentioned that air, air connection. That's the second alignment for Sunday, January 29th, the sun in Aquarius aligning with Mars, the God of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict in the mutable, air sign symbolized by the twins gemini so the sun in aquarius which is fixed air mars in gemini which is mutable air that creates a trine this is really pushing you to have the confidence to ask the questions that you need to ask in order to receive the clarity the facts the information that you need within the community or from the group so you know mars 
had been stuck at 8 degrees from January 1st to January 24th. Now on January 29th, it's finally here at 9 degrees where it's been for the last five days. It's moving very slowly. It doesn't move out of its retrograde shadow until mid-March. But it's, it's, again, encouraging you to recognize that you don't have all the knowledge that it's important for all of us to ask questions in order to learn what we need to in order to make more sense of what's going on here on planet earth. It's a crazy time. Why is it crazy? Well, the God of war (laughs) is transiting through the sign of communication. So it brings some heat to the conversation And in order to temper that heat down, we need to take a positive approach to learning a little bit about a lot with everyone that we come into contact with. Well, I'm thinking if we're, if we're all showing up in this new and more authentic way, it's like, (laughs) not only are we doing that, but we're seeing the people around us doing that more. And so on this day, it's like, we're the sign of Taurus. So that's like, it's actually happening. It's in the material. We are communicating. There's Mercury in Capricorn. Like now all those things we talked about, we're doing them. We're living it. And then the Aquarius and Gemini energy, it's like, we're all doing the things that we were scared to do now. Now we're doing them. We're living it. And we're seeing other people do the same thing. So instead of being like, oh fuck, they're doing something different. Like what is, what is happening to the world? Everybody's not agreeing with me. We're all doing something different. It's like, instead we're just being genuinely curious. Oh my gosh, why are you doing that the way you're doing it? Why are you doing it this way? Why are you doing it that way? And the other people are also being curious about us. Well, why are you doing this now? What made you change your mind? What made you do things differently? And it's like that genuine curiosity, be <laughs> that genuine curiosity, curiosity, be. <laughs> just all over the place the genuine curiosity can dissolve this i feel like the in general in the world everything feels very disconnected there's a lot of judgment if somebody does not agree with us especially like politically it's like oh people are just cutting ties with people and they're like fuck you i never want to talk to you again You, you don't think the same exact thing i think it's like well how about we all just do what feels right for us and then we're genuinely curious about why people are doing the way why are they doing things differently? Like Mm -hmm. we can't all be the same person. And if we're more compassionate, we're more authentic. We're more compassionate. We're more curious. We're probably going to be able to actually get the answers. Okay. Well, they want to do it like this because of that. Okay. I'm going to do it differently. And that's okay. Like this feels like a very peaceful day. We're all doing our own fucking thing. And we're just wondering why people do it differently instead of it being a fight. It can just be, you know, a day about learning. Yes, exactly. That's it. A day about learning. So if you're curious about how these alignments are affecting you directly, I encourage you to contact me for a reading. Uh, I also want to mention, I haven't talked about this in at least a few several episodes, but I have another program called The Cosmic Pathway where I work one-on-one with individuals that I've done a reading with before. Uh, We would meet on a weekly basis and I guide you through your week using the planets and stars. Uh, If you're somebody who 
is curious about astrology and wants to be an astrologer, this is another good way to learn the language of astrology because I'll be coaching you through understanding the language. But even if you're somebody who doesn't really, uh, that doesn't want to be an astrologer and and maybe doesn't even really want to learn everything about astrology, but understands the value of using the planets and stars to guide them through life, then contact me, email me, scott at theweeklytransit.com, the cosmic pathway. I'd love to work with you. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you guys get a little taste of it here with just what me and Scott talk about. Sometimes he brings up stuff from my past. And when I get to meet with him every week, it's like, yeah, well, of course, if you want to become an astrologer, working with him one on one, he really can, you know, push your buttons and like really push your boundaries of what you reminding you of all of the things and the why behind what he's saying. But also, if you don't even give a shit about astrology and you just want to work on personal growth, which I mean, I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm interested in astrology, but that's not my everything. Personal growth, I think, is the most important. And astrology has been such an instrumental tool in my personal growth because at least when I'm meeting with Scott every week, there's a certain amount of accountability that happens. He's very compassionate. He's very loving, but he's also very tough and like very funny. Like I feel like we laugh most of the time when we end up getting into some super deep shit. I'm crying. And I'm laughing and Scott's laughing, but he's also being like stern and being like, you know, he's asking me the difficult questions to be able to help myself. I don't know if it sounds cheesy, but like level up. It's like you're you're holding me accountable in a way you're you're making sure I'm actually holding myself accountable. And astrology, if anything, is just this really nice flow of how to deal with life it's like i mean i'm pro- i'm saying it all out of order but like first you work on communication then you work on relationships then you work on business stuff then you work on family it's like there's a flow to these things that really makes it all make sense and is very instrumental in in just kind of using the order to kind of work on things the introverted extroverted like putting yourself out there pulling it back putting it out pulling it back like these rhythms when you're working with it every week is it's just so impactful to be able to yeah, just follow follow the rhythms of like our spirit and our soul and have somebody to hold your hand along the way. So hmm. thank you so much, Scott, for always showing up for me and for sharing all of the knowledge of the planets and stars. And like, hmm. yeah, now I'm conversational in astrology and like my life sucks way less. So <laughs> yeah, if you, if you, I'm glad. If anyone, awesome. If anyone's, I feel like specifically astrology, if you don't, if you're not as invested, like a lot of people use it they're like, oh, I'm getting it. I want to start a new job. I'm getting a new job. I want to move. I'm having a relationship issue. Any of these big major events in our life, that's when I would suggest reaching out to Scott for either just one of the longer readings or signing up for that cosmic pathway. Any sort of big transitions that are coming up that you're confused about or scared about, that's when you, I think, are getting the most amount of support and personal growth in those times. And to have someone to carry you along those transitions, I think it's extra supportive. Hmm, for sure thinking about working with scott those are that's when i would highly recommend yeah the cosmic pathway or readings or anything like that awesome thanks ingrid you're welcome thank you you're welcome should we answer a couple questions do we have time the episode is pretty long at this point okay yeah we can cut it there so but we will will have more questions 
or answers, I guess. Yeah. We'll have more answers our, soon. Our back, <laughs> yeah, next episode, we'll get to some more questions. We've got quite a backlog here. Um, also, you know, just highlight, too, you know, this is important to always mention. If you're somebody who's living on the other th- other side of the earth, in from where Ingrid and I are in California, if you're in Australia, Singapore, uh, New Zealand, we're you're a day ahead of us so if we're talking about monday that's actually your tuesday if we're talking about sunday that's actually your monday so all right scott well thank you for everything and we will see you next week all right see you next week ingrid thank you thank you for listening to the weekly transit follow us on instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy if this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully please subscribe rate us five stars and share with your friends if you're ready to go deeper book a personal reading with scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com